Welcome to Filial Thoughts Podcast. Your co-hosts Josh and Alan are just two friends who love to talk. They're here to discuss their thoughts on everyday concepts and relate them to the relationships in our lives. Relationships with our family, our friends, our spouse or partner, God, and even the relationship we have with ourselves. This is a bonus episode. Josh and Alan dive deeper into selfishness. Do you need to be selfish to be successful? Is it possible to create a selfless world? Is God selfish? Is it possible to be 100% selfish or selfless? Let's get into it. Welcome back, everybody, to the next episode of Filial Thoughts. My name is Josh. I'm here as your host. And today we've got a really cool episode that's laid out for you guys because we're going to be addressing an interesting topic of selfishness. So allow me to introduce my selfish co-host, Alan. Why don't you just uh, give a little introduction of yourself? That's not how you connect to me to the main topic, man. What if you did that for something? What if you did that for our episode on hatred? What would that have sounded like? Uh, everybody, welcome to the next episode of Filial Thoughts. And we're going to be <laughs> my hateful co-host <laughs> who hates everything no, I no, do no. for him. <laughs> no, just Alan will do fine. Just call me Alan is fine. You don't need Wonderful. to include the word before or after. Not necessary. Well, we've got a uh, uh, cool yeah. cool topic today with selfishness <laughs> because um, I think one of the things that we're going to get into first with selfishness is it always gets combined with the, uh, the thought of either it's like humbleness versus selfishness um, and potentially one kind of being better than the other in some ways. So I kind of want to start off by just going into that and just... You know, you guys know how we usually do this. We ask a question to each other, we get an answer, and we see where it goes from there. So I've got one question for Alan. Roger, Roger. Do you need self to be selfish to be successful? To be You know that one stupid meme that goes, we live in a society. No, but let's pretend <laughs> okay. totally yeah of course yeah. i know that meme yeah yeah it's basically just my answer is basically just kind of that yeah it depends on society like there are some societies in which uh quote unquote the word selfish uh, success i mean okay it really doesn't matter i mean it's just like do you have a whole bunch of say uh personal connections with people you can't get that by being selfish Whereas success in other societies like our own, it's money. Let's go. So I mean, Whoa. it really, it really depends. Yeah, sorry, I really should include a uh, a volume warning every time I'm about to do that. So Sometimes does that mean? Out. Does that mean though, if you are financially successful, then you are inherently selfish? No, not necessarily. Like there are. I was going to say that there are several examples throughout history of people who would definitely be described as more altruistic than selfish and who still got a whole lot of cash. Okay. But I don't know, I guess the definition of a whole lot of cash, more altruistic than selfish, so on and so forth, that's all debatable. Hmm. Yeah, because I guess it's like a, a concept, you have to look out for yourself to be able to build you know, your own brand, your own career. Yeah, but I Sometimes guess that- Sometimes in doing that, you tear yeah. others down. Okay, that is a great transition point because I was just trying to ask, I mean, I was just trying to say, I guess this kind of goes into the question of whether self-interest and selfishness are two different things. Hmm. Personally, 
I don't see them as different. They have different connotations maybe, but connotations aren't part of a definition. Um, I, I personally define them as one and the same. So no, tearing others down is not inherent of selfishness. Selfishness is just self-interest. And it tearing, doesn't, tearing others down is not inherent of selfishness. So I just want hang on. Okay, no, elaborate okay. there. <laughs> yeah, okay. As in the way that I typically hear selfishness and self-interest being uh, distinguished from each other is that self-interest is working on oneself, um, acting in you know your own interest, okay. but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're tearing others down to do so. You're not stepping on people to rise up. Whereas okay. so with selfishness, um, the connotation associated with selfishness is that you must be stepping on people to rise up in order to be called selfish. So selfishness is inherently negative therefore. And self-interest okay. can be considered amoral, I suppose. It's just a focus. Okay. So then in, in back to the original question then, do you have to be selfish to become successful? Let's say like a high level of success, you know? If you want to become like a top business owner, you want to become the next Bill Gates, do you think you need to be selfish to get there? Okay. Going back to those uh, definitions then, if you define selfishness as I do and just call it self-interest, then yeah, sure. You need to be uh, focused on yourself at, to at least some extent. Sure. But, but if you define it as you need to step on others in order to get ahead, no, I, I'd argue that you definitely don't need to. And one of the most classic uh, arguments in favor of this is that, you know, Jesus never, I mean, definitely never stepped on anyone, and he founded a worldwide church that is now 2 billion members strong. So you know what? Who's really laughing now? Okay. So uh, then it, it also, it still depends on how you define uh, success, how you define selfishness. It's mm. all definitions, always has been, always will be, but, you know, just, a, just my take there. Okay. Yeah, it's hard. I feel like there needs to be a level of that, I guess, yeah, self-interest. Like you have to be prepared to do what you need to do to rise up. And sometimes that means stepping on others. Uh, I'm not saying so, that's what you should do, but I don't know. I'm not successful, I guess. So I, I couldn't really give you an example. You're still going... But then again, you're still saying the high level of success. And from what I'm gathering from what you're saying mm -hmm. is that uh, you need to be able to, you need to step on others in order to achieve that high level of success. Like, I don't know. You're arguing I for mean, it being a necessity. Yeah, I, I guess not. I guess just you, like, maybe in the sense of like businesses competing against each other, you have to put yours above the other, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're tearing other businesses down. That's just you competing. And again, it, it still all depends on quote unquote high level of success. Sure. Like that's just financial success. Mm. How about other aspects of success? So there, you can be successful in more than just the financial area. So yeah. True, true. Yeah, success isn't even finances. I guess in my okay. head, I was thinking that on a financial yeah. okay. input. All right, fair mm -hmm. enough. Uh, I guess kind of staying within the finite, okay, not staying within the financial realm, the worldly realm, I guess, the worldly realm. Um, here's my question to you. How can a society or world 
that incentivizes altruistic behavior, so not selfish, over selfish behavior be realized? Is it possible to do this through the law, legislative means? And if it is possible, how? So like, is it possible to create a world in which we, we want to be self, uh, selfless because of the laws put in place, because of what the government said, because of whatever means? Is it possible to create a world where we want to be more selfless than selfish? And if so, how? Is it possible to create a selfless world instead of a selfish one? Yes. And if so, how? Ha. Huh. <laughs> Good reaction. Is it possible <laughs> to create? I mean, if you look at history. History's in the past. Argue against it. It's very hard. I mean, for everyone in the world to look more at selflessness than selfishness. That's really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, in your own personal life, I think personally, you definitely can. Oh, definitely. Uh, it's and just that's that... probably just you being able to take steps that you need to, I don't know, overcoming mm-hmm. your own. How do, how do we go about this? Like, you have to be able to put others before yourself. And that takes a lot of practice and work. So you, you have somebody that keeps you accountable in a lot of areas in life. And you have a, I don't know, a personality that you are striving to become or a, a lifestyle that you're striving to achieve. Um, that takes like a lot of, I don't know, even you've got to, get rid of a lot of uh, pride in a way where when you're stepping away from that course and somebody is telling you that, even if you don't like it, you have to be willing to go beyond yourself. Um, which is difficult to do. I mean, I, I still say family is a big one for this. Like, so, like when it comes down to it, to become a parent, you have to give up so many things that you could do in your own life to raise children because children are expensive and time consuming. Um, and you get a lot out of it. You know, you get beautiful little children um, mm-hmm. and that helps you grow a lot. So I, yeah, in like a family level and in a personal level, it's definitely possible when you go beyond like higher from that, it gets really difficult though. So, I don't know. You're just in charge of so many more people Mm. and so many different opinions get thrown about and like people are watching every single thing you do and scrutinizing every single thing you do. It's like when you have so many different things thrown uh, into the mix, it makes it very hard to make a decision that's selfless for everybody. You know, I take it in the world of sports. There was in soccer, a few years ago, there was this guy named Sepp Blatter and he was in charge of like all of the uh, competitions in the sport. And all of the big teams hated this guy. You know, he was corrupt and he was like so cheap. And you had so many people complaining about how he was like the most terrible corrupt president ever. But when you went down a level and you went to all the smaller like countries and all the smaller uh, leagues and competitions, they loved him because he gave them like money and he gave them some recognition and he was giving like, I don't know, you could essentially say he was like building his entire um, brand and able to get reelected every time. Cause he was 
um, giving a lot to the massive population of like Africa and um, I don't know, just poor countries, India and everything. I do think at a larger and larger scale, the whole becomes much more than just the sum of its parts because I suppose that this could be a criticism raised against that whole philosophy that I like to espouse so much of um, it all starts in the individual. Sure. So if everyone becomes like that, regardless, everyone will still have their own opinions. We can't all be the same. And so there will always be differences of opinion and these will only get magnified yeah. as uh, we get bigger and bigger. Even if every individual is uh, uh, say for the sake of the argument, literally perfect um sure. there will still be differences so we can't have uh, just the sum of our parts there's a little extra thrown in so what you're saying is more so it require everybody to be able to accept differences of opinion without getting offended yeah yeah so yeah just because you disagree doesn't mean that you dislike i do still argue for uh it all starts in the individual because mm. it does that's how we rectify so many of the larger issues and it's definitely how we um, work towards that selfless world. Um, I had an analogy for this, but I completely forgot what it was. So just take my word for it. Great. It's, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know that's uh, like the weakest possible statement an unfounded one, but you know, one plus one equals two, an individual uh, becoming perfect and another individual also reaching that same level makes two individuals who are like mm. that and you just keep adding more into that and then the issues of uh, stuff like differing opinions of uh, certain groups wanting different things than other groups so on and so forth so those are those are differences that can be much more easily met than the ones we see where we don't even have the individual level uh, realized as uh, selfless. This is a if hot take, sense. but I think if you had at the level of like high, people in high positions, politicians or business owners or whatever, just like high, high positioned people, Matt, if you had them as, instead of it's an individual running everything, it was a couple running everything, especially if it's a, a couple that's a man and a woman, you get one, just to be a, like a healthy couple, you need to always put the other person um, first. Maybe not always, but many, many times you have to put the other person first and you have to always think about what the, my spouse is thinking about the scenario. Um, the situation. Oh, you're talking couple like married couple. Okay, yes, okay. a couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah married that couple. Took me, that took me way too way long too to long. get oh, to my bed. Yes, I am so sorry. How just just go, know? just yeah. shut up. Shut up, okay? <laughs> just, just keep going. Anyway, yeah, a married couple. Keep explaining, forget and also, I ever said like that. why I say the man-woman side of things is because then you have the, a, one, we usually always have the man's perspective in a leadership position. It's usually always men. Um, now we're slowly, like more women are taking a leadership position, but like, I don't know, they have two different um, viewpoints and they're always looking out for their own uh, gender because that's the one that they've grown up experiencing. Like a man has mm. grown up experiencing, um, I don't know, culture, like growing up as a guy and a woman has grown up experiencing culture growing up as a girl. So they know what their own uh, gender is able, like grows up with. And then you get the two of them having to think for the other. Like you can't just make it a, a choice without considering what the other person's gonna say. So 
that can lead to a lot of issues. Let's say if the couple is not united on something, that will lead to a lot of issues. But let's say you have a really tight family, really tight couple that's able to communicate things very well out. Um, it could be a very different decisions made for the world, we'll just say. And that could go super like, downhill. Who knows? It's just a, a thought. It's like representation. You're yeah, you get more representation, but it's also every decision you make needs to be consulted with someone you're really yeah, close yeah, to okay. and don't want to hurt. So you got to yeah, take it true. super seriously. And you get so many more like just thoughts thrown in. It could lead to a big disaster. You know, sometimes decisions need to be, ma be made by one person. Um, and when you have too many opinions thrown in there, it can lead to a lot of conflict. Mm -hmm. I don't know, though. Like this, the thought of having a united couple uh making decisions on a big scale like imagine if the president it's not just one president it's the president is a couple mm. making decisions for the nation like this different decisions would be made at the very least there would be different decisions i wonder if they would be better or worse so it's a very healthy uh, medium is what you're saying medium point where one is too little three plus is too much that kind of thing two is just right to that around that area maybe i mean you know what if you're going to be if a couple has to make major decisions if they're a healthy couple like they're able to succeed as a couple in making choices i don't know i don't see how those choices can be worse at the very least okie dokie i don't know it'd be interesting to see mm-hmm I think that sort of leads into your next uh, question, which have unfortunately leaked to me right before the meeting. <laughs> so I have a little bit of preparation for it. Okay. This is going to be a little out of left field. <laughs> no. Um, but the question is, we bring up God a lot. I think that's a concept that comes up a lot. Is God selfish? God created oh, yeah. the world. There's a lot of selfish people in the world. Is selfishness something that we got from God? Maybe. Right? Is God selfish? All your morning. Okay. So I got this one. All right. So I believe one argument to that, because we've had uh, something along this line of discussion before, uh, not exactly this, so, but close enough. And I believe one point mentioned was uh, that, um, well, God has to be selfish. Why, uh, why did he create human beings? And in, uh, in line with our faith, the answer would be um, that he wanted to experience love and not just from himself, because that's try, uh, try loving yourself and see if it's the same as someone else loving you, uh, see how that works. Okay. Right, so I guess the argument there is that God is inherently selfish because, um, because of that desire. And to that, I would say yes and no. Okay. I mean, we're assuming here that's selfish and we have to assume here because there's no one for God to step on. There's no negative effect on anyone else in God creating for that purpose. So we have to assume that selfishness here, quote unquote, means uh, just a self-interest. So okay. of course God has at least some level of self-interest. 
So the question becomes, is he more selfish than altruistic purely because he created, well, creation for the purpose of giving and receiving love? I, I forgot to mention that both giving and receiving love. He wanted to give love as well. Mm. Um, and to that, I would say, well, is a parent more altruistic than they are selfish? Because the reason why, or at least the general reason why as to uh, why a parent would want a child that I can see is because they want, some, they want to be able to give love to that child. They want to see it grow. They want to see it thrive. They want to see, of course, they want to receive love from that mm -hmm. child as well. That's the reason why a parent, uh, two parents would have a child or even adopt a child. Why not? Um, Okay. That, so God is selfish in that respect. However, that does not make him much more, I mean, more selfish than altruistic because ultimately, <clears throat> excuse me, because ultimately, even though his uh, purpose for getting one is that he wants to give or receive, it's uh, still the, the recipient of that love is not him. It's the child. It's for, it's the child's benefit. So, okay. Um, that was a little convoluted. I'm not entirely certain about how best to explain that, but I hope you got the point, perhaps. Sure. Okay, um, there's my answer then. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really have an <laughs> argument. I don't know. You know, I guess though, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter all that much. Um, no, not really. Because yeah, if it's, you could argue yeah. that before God created everything, God was selfish because there was nothing other than God. So I guess you could, but again, that definition, self-interest versus selfishness. Maybe. Because when you, when you asked if it poses a problem, if we define selfishness as just self-interest, then mm -hmm. no. There definitely isn't a problem. Why shouldn't God care about himself to some extent at the very it's true. least? True, everyone needs to care Why about shouldn't? themselves too. Of course. So no, it definitely doesn't pose a problem. Yeah. And then after you create, I mean, look, look at babies. Babies are the most selfish things ever. You know, babies only care about themselves. They cry. I want milk. I want food. I need you to change me. Right? Yeah. And yeah. Super selfish. And as they grow, they learn to become very selfless, hopefully. Uh, and they mm -hmm. learn to give and they learn how to share and they learn how to, um, they learn how to create as well. Parents on that end. I, I, I like that point that you bring up, you know, parents have a child because they want to be able to give love and help uh, a new person be born and uh, grow on this planet. They want to leave a legacy behind. They want, I don't know, they want, it's like the ultimate test for yourself to grow, you know, having a child. Um, and I'm sure they also want to be able to receive love from the child. Like, I'm so excited to play with a kid one day. Like, it'd be so fun just playing with my own kid one day um, and helping them grow through the world. Um, so yeah. It's a cool point. All right. Thank you. All right. Last question. Okay. Um, my second question was exactly that is God selfish, but thankfully, I had the foresight to realize, yeah, Josh is probably going to use that. So I got a third one. And this one is, uh, is achieving, quote unquote, true 
selfishness or selflessness even possible? Is it possible to be 100% selfish or 100% selfless? Well, like only caring about yourself? Or only caring about others. Is it possible to do that? Because I remember hearing this argument about how even altruism is based in selfishness and that you and that people only are altruistic because it makes them feel good about giving to others. So I based my question kind of around kind of around that. Is it possible no. to achieve 100% selfishness or selflessness? No. No. Okay. I don't think it is. I think you need a little bit of both. Like a nice okay. healthy balance of the two. That's why I like the whole concept of giving and receiving because a person who's true always true. receiving like I don't know I think a, you just like a, a rich person you know you get those people who you consider like super spoiled they're always so sad that's what like the the whole general opinion is like oh they have everything and now they're sad and other people look it's like oh you have everything what what makes you so sad you know what gives you the right to be depressed when everything was just given to you um, and they had no chance to work for it and they had no chance to grow and like think for themselves or anything like that um and then you know it could be the same a person who just like gives every single thing that they have like they get so much back out of that like you get you can get so much love and care out of that um it's like impossible to only give and not receive anything back for it and at some point yeah you do experience burnout you need to be able to have uh somebody take care of you that's the whole thing like if you're, if everyone was 100% selfless, that means everybody is taking care of the people in their life, which means you are being taken care of. So you have to receive that as well. True, true. To allow others to be selfless. Does that make you selfish? I don't know. Not really. I don't know. I, I think the two have a, a very, like a yin yang relationship kind of thing. You know, mm-hmm. they work together a lot. I just think, you know, the whole definition of selfishness, I think you grow, you're, yeah, I like just the breakdown of self-interest. When you learn how to accept um, your own self-interest as something valuable and important, I don't think it needs to be selfish. I think that's just taking care of yourself, which is really important. You take care of yourself so you can take care of others as well. Yeah, I think that's an excellent argument, actually. Um, I remember hearing an analogy before, and it said, because uh, for the context of any viewers out there who may not be aware, um, giving and receiving is a really central part of what we believe in. In order for someone to give, the other person must be able to receive. In order for one to receive, another person must give. Yeah, you, that's, you already argued that. And... And then, and the analogy I heard is that, well, if you only uh, only giving and only receiving is completely unhealthy. If say mm. uh, the analogy of breathing, if you only inhaled, taking it in, uh, being incredibly selfish, taking up all the air, you would die. You have explode. to exhale. <laughs> yeah, you would die. It's it just happens. Mm-hmm. Well, at least if you didn't pass out and started breathing normally again no if you kept on going so whereas if you only natural that you have to do both yeah it's yeah yeah. you have to totally and uh, with exhaling only you want to give just keep giving keep giving you'll run out of air you'll die you'll die again so yeah both 
I don't really have anything else to add to that. <laughs> Does that mean it's a good place to end off? Yeah, sure. Love um, it. Very well, abrupt ending, but hey, hope you enjoyed everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks guys for listening. Um, I mean, slightly, you know, random points being brought up here and there, but that's what I like. It just gets to discuss everything. So um, somebody just walked in my room. Everybody say hello. Okay, I guess that leaves me to uh, close it off then. Um, as always, thank you once again for tuning in and we'll see you in a week or two. I think it's next week, right? Just confirmation. Okay, confirmed. It's definitely next week. Look out for another episode. As always, feel free to leave your thoughts and um, we'll be happy to discuss with you at any point, any point. So cheers and that's all from us. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. We would love to hear your thoughts too. So if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or any future topics you want to hear, shoot us an email at filialthoughts at gmail.com. Until next time.